Welcome to the Worship Leader Essentials Podcast brought to you by Worship Catalyst. We are here to help leaders learn how to do more with less. For more information or engage with us, please visit worshipcatalyst.com. We're so glad you're here today. Let's learn together. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Worship Leader Essentials Podcast. Austin Ryan here as always. And uh, it's a different kind of podcast today. We're actually uh, live in New Braunfels, Texas, uh, getting ready to do a Worship Leader Essentials training. And so what we thought we'd do, Ben Lunn and Cami and myself, is spend some time talking about uh, Worship Leader Essentials and what this is and what we do and how you can be a part of it yourself, because this is a training uh, that honestly has helped um, over a thousand worship leaders over the years as we've walked through this process. So um, before we get there, though, I want to read a quick uh, verse of the day, and that is from uh, Romans chapter 15, verses 5 through 7. I picked this one specifically because we talk about this uh, each time at Worship Leader Essentials, and so I thought it would be appropriate. It says this in Romans 15, 5 through 7, May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind toward each other that Christ Jesus had. He's talking about unity there, see? Uh, Paul is saying, may God give you unity. Verse six, so that with one mind and voice, you may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Accept one another then, just as Christ accepted you in order to, or so that you can bring praise to God. So just a real simple thing here, it's really simple. There are prerequisites to everything in life. You know, if you wanna take uh, Spanish two, you got to take Spanish one. If you want to take calculus three, you got to take calculus two, if there is such a thing as calculus three. Uh, I wouldn't know, never made it that far. Hmm. Don't plan on it. But the idea is that the in order for there to be true worship, and as worship leaders, as pastors, we're always looking for uh, worship opportunities. And the reality is we only get to have worship if we do the hard work beforehand, which is to create a unified environment and a unified front as the leaders around us. And so uh, make sure leaders, as you're thinking about, oh man, how are we gonna have these moments of in-depth worship where people are really connected to God and really you know, dialed in uh, to what God's saying? Here's what I would say, go to work, building unity on your team, with your staff, uh, in the church, and then watch God take off, man, with his anointing and his power and true worship really involved there. So anyway, that's the verse of the day, Romans chapter 15, verses five through seven. It's a great devotional to do with your team. All right, here we are in New Braunfels, Texas. And uh, like I said, worship leader essentials. Hello, Ben. Hey. Hello, Cammie. Hey. All right, we're all here. <laughs> um, I wanna uh, just kind of ask a few questions and just kind of dive into what worship leader essentials is all about. So Ben, why don't you just kind of let us know you know, what we do here. Yeah. So the way we like to describe Worship Leader Essentials is Worship Leader Essentials is almost like marriage counseling for, premarital counseling for pastors and worship leaders. Like when we talk about like getting everybody on the same page, the communication, open lines of communication, that kind of stuff. But it's a funny way to say it, but it really it really is. For for two days, we get the pastor and the worship leader, and that's, that's crucial. It's not just a only for the worship pastor training. This is for both the pastor and the worship leader to get in the same room for two days and to just have open lines of communication, honest conversations, and to get ahead of the things that are, you know, could be planning a church in the future, could already starting a church or, you know, have services or be in ministry for a while together. But just being able to to show that, hey, we're 
we're going to have communication over the course of these two days, and we're going to have conversations about things that have to do with planning, what planning a service looks like, values for what your team looks like, um, getting together and planning a Sunday. Like, what does that look like? But showing that this, that both of these roles are super important. They rely on each other. They have this symbiotic relationship that you need both to, to make Sunday, not just make Sundays happen, but to make the ministry happen. So we do those two days and it's all based around, like I said, it's all based around conversation. So we have these short pieces of teaching and a lot of dialogue where they convert, they have conversations about uh, what we just talked about. And then after those two days, we have five months of mentorship um, and coaching along with that, where a worship leader will go through a, with a small pod of other worship leaders and they'll be able to, um, talk about a little bit more in depth some of the things we covered, but a lot more practical, a lot more hands-on, you know, breaking up stuff that's happening in the ministry in real time for the next five months after that, those two days. So that part, so I love that it's two parts. So Worship Leader Essentials is five months of mentoring, and it starts with a two-day on-site thing for a pastor and worship leader to go through together. And uh, we used to just do the back half of that, the five months of mentoring. We've done that for, like I said, a thousand leaders plus through the years. Cammie, do you remember when we jumped into, hey, we need something more than just that? Do you remember that conversation? What were some of the things that led us to start the two-day aspect where the pastor gets involved first? You know, I think it all started with the idea that we wanted to try to impact as many churches as we possibly could and, and get information and training and just refreshment to these churches and so what better way to do it than in a two day, bring them all into the same room, shot in the arm, get started. And I, th I think that's where it all originated. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, there's just a lot of times that pastors and worship leaders, I don't know if you knew this or not. I mean, this may be just like unique. They just don't always see eye to eye, <laughs> right? Don't speak the same language. <laughs> they really exactly. don't. It's like music language and preaching language are just two very yeah. different things. And so, right. Um, so that's great to have that opportunity. So how many how many churches since we started this part, how many cities have we done this in? How many churches do you think we've walked through, Cami? We have probably gone around to about 25 different cities in the US. And that equals about well over 200 churches that we've been able to directly impact. Man, that's awesome. That's so good. And um, I want to you know, Ben kind of touched on some of these aspects of the two-day part of the training, the value set development. He talked about the worship planning part. He talked about the uh, the um, some of the discussion of how to lead the people on your team specifically and where to find them and all that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, I think the, the unique part of this two-day aspect is that pastors and worship leaders don't always know what conversations they're going to need to have later, right? Yeah. And so I think what, what this does is it helps them set a ground, like a, a groundwork or the frame of the house or whatever for the relationship that they're going to need to tackle any problems if they can learn how to live with the same mission, vision, values, and strategies and in covenant together then you know nothing can stop them. So what, if you think about the whole two-day aspect of this, what are, what are you guys, some of your favorite, what's your favorite part of it or favorite aspect of it or that you can think of? I would say for me, it's the practical application of everything that we do. It's not just this, you know, here's a bunch of 
you know, big concept ideas. This is stuff that we're having in real time. They can apply to the stuff they're doing this weekend in the next month, all those kinds of things. We're, we want people to put systems in place immediately and not just talk about big concepts without having any sort of real life relational impactful, you know, immediate results as soon as they, they can leave this place or as it's happening. Yeah. I think the thing I've seen so often is so many worship leaders come in and whether they're in brand new churches or, you know, a church that's existed for a long time, they've come in and they're overwhelmed with all the roles that they have. And they have all these different hats and they're expected to do well in the area of tech and planning and creativity and pastoring. And and then there's the worship leading and the mus- musicianship that's required and all of that. And honestly, no one is good at all of those things. And we've all kind of been gifted and maybe a few of those. And so when they come here, we're able to teach them this idea of there's different roles to leadership. And there's other people in your ministry that you can profoundly lead and give a vision to and have them come alongside you and work with you in their strengths. And then allowing the worship leader to you know, be within their strengths. And so I think to see that kind of lifted, that weight lifted mm-hmm. off their shoulders when they leave here with this new vision of, okay, I can make this work. That's, that's really exciting. Yeah, I love that too. Um, I think for me, I love more than anything else when we teach for five or 10 minutes and then we look out and we lead these pastors and worship leaders into these in-depth dialogues about getting on the same page. Because we feel we all feel so much like if, if the pastor and the worship leader aren't really running in the same direction with full trust in one another, there's just a limit. There's a ceiling to the effectiveness of the church. There just is. And so to lift that ceiling as these guys have great dialogue around what their church is all about, what their ministry is all about, and how to, what worship is all about and stuff, is just a, uh, that's my favorite part to watch that take place. So I want to talk a little bit about some of the outcome of this. Now, uh, we ask a few questions at the end of the two-day part and um, just about how the experience was and the things that they learned. And so uh, here's just a few things that I've, I've pulled in from some of our recent evaluations. Somebody wrote, a pastor wrote, this was one of the most practical worships, workshops I've been a part of. Thank you for the investment and for making it possible. Just the practicality of it is really cool. It's not like these high theories, but it's actually like Ben was saying, apply it right now. Um, Somebody wrote, this is a game changer for us. Uh, Somebody wrote, this was incredibly helpful for me as a pastor and my worship leader. I truly believe that this puts our church on a trajectory toward a more effective worship ministry. Uh, Man, that's just, that's awesome. Think about that. Like we are on a path, like they maybe felt like they were treading water, but now they feel like they're on a trajectory towards uh, effectiveness as a worship ministry. And um, another one says, uh, this training will serve as a strong foundation for our ministry and church for years to come. It has pushed us light years ahead in our thinking and strategizing. Oh man, that's great. I love those words. Um, one of the things that we ask in this, uh, just kind of at the end as we ask these, these pastors and worship leaders, if you were gonna talk to another pastor or worship leader and, and talk about whether they should come or not, what would you say? And a couple of those, don't miss this great opportunity. It could mean the difference in being successful in church planting or not. That's how important it is. And this happens to be a church planter. Of course, this isn't only for church plants, but 
And then finally, as for our church in planting, somebody wrote, in, in, in terms of our church planting future churches, we will actually require our worship leaders and church planters to attend this training. Like they don't even want to start any churches anymore without worship leader essentials. I love that. So, and then after the five months of mentoring is over for the worship leader, they kind of have an opportunity to talk about what was most important to them and that part of it. So Cami, what were some of those things that we have heard through the years? Yeah. So some of those things are like this guy wrote, uh, he feels like he's recognized his own insulation in what he's doing. And so he, and, and as it relates specifically to evangelism in his life. So he started asking himself daily now, what am I doing to engage lost people? Mm. So that's really cool that he came up with that. And then this guy says that he is challenging himself to hand off more and delegate responsibilities to team members. He was always trying to do everything himself, but is trying to lead more from a place of influence and discipleship. And it's given him more margin in his personal life. Wow, that's great. Uh, this guy says that he... Uh, doesn't have a lot of close friends or a vast worship network. So he's really enjoyed and appreciated the personal and consistent connection that mentoring has provided for his heart and soul. Man, that's amazing. Gosh, I'm thankful that, that we had that uh, for these, this opportunity for those guys. And um, I wonder if you're out, if you're listening right now and you're going, you know, I think I would want to learn more about that. I would learn, I want to be a part of that. I want to go through that two days and that five months of mentoring. Uh, ben, what are some ways, what are the next steps that people need to do to be a part of this? Yeah, well, one of those ways is we have two live in-person opportunities coming up. One of those is going to be in uh, Dallas in February. And then we have another one next, I believe next fall. It's in, No, it's in March. No, it's March. It's right. And so, and that one's going to be in... Uh, Lubbock, Texas. Lubbock, Texas. Yeah. Texas is very large, so I don't know all the places in Texas yet. But uh, Ben doesn't have the Texas background. I don't. I don't. I was only born here and then moved away, so I don't have all that stuff yet. So um, you are kind of starting to like the Texas food, though. I am. I am. The Tex-Mex stuff is fantastic, so right. I can get used to that. Um, so yeah, so th- those are two uh, two of our live and in-person ways we can get involved. Um, all right, awesome. And then if you, you know, if you're like, ah, I can't, man, that's, I'm in New York or, you know, California or somewhere, and that's a long way to go for this. Um, why don't you just reach out to Cami at worshipcatalyst.com. And uh, there are a couple of other opportunities that we're looking in, not looking into, but, but starting to work through uh, to give you an opportunity to go through Worship Leader Essentials in a different kind of way. And so uh, just reach out to Cami at worshipcatalyst.com and we'll start that dialogue uh, and hopefully you get a chance to go through this because I'm telling you, hundreds of churches uh, have all just had amazing things to say and really helped uh, get them farther along in their worship leader development as a church and the relationship between pastor and worship leader and uh, and all their mission that goes along with that. So, all right, anything else? Short little podcast today. So, <laughs> Looking uh, forward to meeting these guys in New Braunfels. Yeah, absolutely. They're all German, right? Every single one of them. <laughs> They're going to be wearing their Lederhosen, yeah. whatever that is. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. God bless you. Have a great day and uh, we'll see you next week.